the Comedy Kitchen Podcast. All right. How's it going? Episode four of the Comedy Kitchen Podcast with Hannah Birch this week. We'll be talking to Hannah about crowd work, about upsetting people, uh, and the current climate of uh, trying to do jokes. Uh, Also, we'll be having a bit of a chat about the time when Hannah may or may not have slept with a murderer. So, I mean, I'd just skip to that bit if I were you. But yeah, enjoy the rest and I'll catch up with you at the end. Well, welcome once again to the to the comedy kitchen. Hey, with, uh, who have we got to this week? This week it's 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 the regulars. It's Daryl Daryl Hembra. Hi Daryl. Hello. It's Dan Hirschbein. Hey. And uh, it's, it's me, Greg Winfield. And this week we've got an extra special guest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> extra special. Extra special. What's that, Greg? Greg? It's, it's Hannah what? Birch. Hi. Hannah Birch is uh, a unique a unique guest. Unique because uh, she is. Funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you may have noticed uh, a, lot, a lot of the big shows: uh, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, mm-hmm. uh, Norman Donald Live. They're getting a lot of trouble for not having a terribly diverse selection of guests. Mm. Uh, so I thought we'll head that off. We'll head that off right now, mm. and we'll uh, we'll get Hannah in uh, because she is uh, well, she's Black. a Holocaust denier. First and foremost, she holds. She holds controversial views on everything, but luckily uh, is in possession of a, uh, a, 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 a two X chromosomes, <laughs> which cancels it all out, I believe. Uh, so, yeah. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. Hannah Birch, another local Bristol comedian uh, based in Easton, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Well known. Well known on the Bristol over my comedy scene. Uh Tell us a bit about yourself, Hannah. How long, how long have you been comedying for a start? Um, I did my first ever gig um, October last year. Nice, nice. So coming up to your anniversary nearly. I know, yeah. Exciting, exciting. Mm. Uh, a difficult question. Uh, but how would you uh, describe your, your comedy stylings? Um, probably a it's bit... It's a horrible question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> probably a bit dark, mm. bit of blue, bit of blue. Bit of blue foot dance. Bit of blue foot dance. Ooh, um, first... Yeah. UK quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not the last, I hope. And not the last. Um, yeah, I'd probably say that mainly. Nice. Yes. I think we would all agree. <laughs> Absolutely. We would all agree. Just like... <laughs> just, yeah. We're not going to get to the catchphrase <laughs> just yet. <laughs> We've talked about Hannah Birch before. Uh, so you may, from last week's podcast, you may have heard about Hannah Birch uh, and her now infamous tagline that's printed on t shirts, uh, mugs, uh, yeah. even oven gloves, which I think is a bit harsh. Uh, I'm getting a coin made. Like as well. the Jews. Uh, anyone needs to remember <laughs> what catchphrase is. Uh, solid gold stuff. Mm. Um, oh dear. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I find catchphrase well earned uh, from a brilliant bit, a brilliant new bit. Um, but yeah, style, as we've just discovered, is a very hard thing to describe, isn't it, mm. when you're talking about comedy? Very easy to describe, I think, if you talk about what sort of music do you like, what sort of films do you like, it's quite easy because yeah. there are well defined genres. I think one of the hardest things about uh, being, especially uh, an unknown or open mic comedian or someone who doesn't have a, a big following buying tickets to see them in particular. Uh, is 
you're always going to have a crowd that's expecting some comedy. Mm-hmm. And comedy is a very broad term, encompassing millions of different potential styles, content, subjects, and things like that. So it's very hard sometimes to, uh, to tailor that to your audience because you don't know who your audience are, your audience don't know who you are, and they don't know what they're getting themselves <laughs> in for. They've got a preconceived notion, having watched Live at the Apollo... Uh, of what stand-up comedy is, <laughs> and then they pop down to the grain barge, or and we or spoil that vision. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we, we trample all Watch over it, it. Um, uh, and hopefully broad, broaden their horizons uh, of what is possible and, and and what might be considered funny uh, potentially. But it's hard work. I think that's a, a uniquely difficult thing, maybe for mm. entertainers. I'm, I'm avoiding the word artist, but you can refer to yourselves as that if you want. And they don't really I have know. to worry about that in the same way as someone who's trying to make people laugh do. So the subjectivity of it is massive, isn't it? It's a very subjective thing, what you think is funny. And it's quite hard to go, uh, if you like Michael McIntyre, you'll yeah. probably like Brendan Burns. <laughs> you may do. If you're well into yeah. comedy, you may like both of those people. Uh, but you're getting two very different things when you turn up to their shows. Uh, but yeah. And I think there's different. Uh, there's definitely different styles just sat around this table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the beauty I mean? of, of so, the open so. mics. That yes. with music, you can either go to an indie night or a rock night, and you know what you're getting. But with yeah. comedy, it could be everyone could be so vastly different that there is something for everybody. There, that's that's the nice way of thinking yeah. about it. I and think so. Yeah. The other <laughs> the other thing. I mean, you could play to two rooms and do exactly yeah. the same thing and get two completely different responses. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's good though, I think it keeps you humbled because you could oh, yeah. smash it at one gig and go, yeah, God, that's great. And then at the next, yes. not do so well and you go, oh, okay, no, I need to work yeah. on that. Or Indeed. I don't, I don't want this to sound like some sort of excuse as well as to why, why, why you might bomb or whatever because at a certain level, you can almost transcend people's preconceptions if you're good enough, yeah. um, if you're a professional comedian on the circuit or something like that, you probably at some point attain a level where it's so recognisable that what you're doing is comedy designed to make someone laugh um, that you're going to get a decent enough response mm. in any given room if they've turned up to watch some comedy to a certain extent. Yeah, I think also you, by that time you've um, if, if you've done it right and worked hard enough you've got your own fan base so they know what to expect as well. Yeah. That, that's the dream isn't it? Yeah. Of, uh, of people so you're filling a room of people that know what you're going to do or know what to expect yeah yeah and then then you're golden then you're golden generally um but yeah and then it then it goes the other way i suppose if you get famous enough then people who don't know who you are are gonna have access Mm. to your material because they'll stumble across it on netflix and then start writing emails about how upset they were about it or something Um, it's weird weird you wait for that day (laughs) i I can't wait for my first uh, i've been sending you a lot of hate mail i hope you've been receiving you seem to like the ones that are only famous within like a distance of their gig. Like yeah. Stanhope and stuff. That's what he says, isn't it? Yeah. I do like that idea of just being famous within a to certain your fans. room for yeah. a certain yeah. night. Yeah. And maybe just outside. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's just your authentic to get you laid, self. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Right, fair enough. To have, yeah. No more, no more. So, <laughs> this time next year, Rodney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose there's... So if people were trying would try and name comedy genres or whatever, I can only really think of two. There's comedy and alternative comedy. 
And I really don't think there's a set definition of either of those things. Mm. No. Uh, Very subjective. It is, yeah. If something's labelled as alternative comedy, it's a lot of people see it as an alternative to comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I think is a Bernard Manning quote, uh, which will happen rarely. Oh, heroes. Hey, undeniable timing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's not an equivalent to saying he made the trains run on time or something. For anyone worries. Um, but yeah, the uh, I suppose there's political satire. Mm-hmm. We can probably think of a few people that do a bit of that. That's yeah. I suppose you know, slapstick. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I like bottom yeah. things like that. Rick Mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one-liners. Yeah. One-liners. Yeah. 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 These are styles, I suppose, aren't mm-hmm. they? Because within all yeah. that. You can have Anthony Jeselnik one-liners, yeah, yeah. or you can have Tim Vine one-liners, yeah, yeah. and yeah. never the twain shall meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would quite like a roast between both of those, or a battle. That'd be uh, quite good. Whoa! I walked right into that. I literally walked right into that. And now yeah. I'm imagining it. <laughs> and am I opposed to it? I who's front, who's back? That's the, that's the main question. <laughs> uh, they can tag. They can, you know, yeah. whichever works best. We've stumbled across a Richard Herring <laughs> question there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, it was inviting. It was definitely worth inviting a woman. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. See, thank I you told again. you, Greg. <laughs> so good. Uh, good. So Excellent great stuff. Yeah. Well, let's hope we stumble across some more innuendo as it goes on. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. I think, in all honesty, in answer to your question, Jesselnik. <laughs> it's gonna win, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's much harder in a roast format. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen roast. a live comedy roast actually. Thinking no. about it, and I do really want one to happen in Bristol. I know John Matthews may have mentioned it at some point. I would well love to. Yeah, John. You'd be good enough. You'd be very good John Matthews um, in a, in a nice way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's not a very. It's very American, isn't it? The the yeah. roast concept is American. Mm-hmm. It would all be Tom too, Hunt, too actually, polite for his it? birthday. Yeah. 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 Sorry, sorry, I do apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just a polite English mm. <laughs> roast. No, I'm sorry, sorry, old chap. Your hat's mm. not quite straight. <laughs> 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 oh no, no, no! What are you doing? Put the milk in first. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine if it was someone that I didn't know trying to roast me on a just off the cuff. Mm. It wouldn't happen, would it? No, within our, I mean, that's within what we our do most weeks, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This podcast is paid someone around. I know, yeah, someone <laughs> I know. But if I was to volunteer yeah. at some random. You'd have to know, and the yeah. audience would have to know yeah. you. I'd be yeah. alright. And everyone else involved, otherwise mm. it would be uh, <laughs> could have come across mean spirited. Um, yeah, yeah, we'd be waiting afterwards to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> great! I'd love it. On a, on a slightly related subject, I like I like a bit of crowd work. I like a little bit, and I am not nice. Uh, when I you're do not it. a nice person, Greg. You're I'm not a nice horrible. person, and and that's fine. I'm finding an outlet for it. Mm. I have noticed uh, that uh, this. Whilst it goes down well with audiences, almost universally, that sounds very arrogant, but I think comedy is audiences are always mildly apprehensive that that might happen to them and mm. therefore love it when it happens to someone else. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think they they respect possibly the yeah. ability to say something quick that has been created yeah. in that moment because it's sort of different from a structured joke or whatever. And it's a nice little relief break for everyone. 
I'm never horrible, horrible to people, but I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. Really? Not really. I do, mean, do you want to explain about the motorbike um, chat you had uh, the other week? That was quite fun. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't bad. It was really we good retort. Do you wanna, shall we play it? Have you got it there, have you? <laughs> I, I awesome. can cue it up. Um, yeah, this was from the rest of films last week. I, we can always cut this out if people don't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah. The... All right, hold on. Let's let's go back now. What uh, I yeah. what I try and do. Wait, my mate ever, yeah, right. <laughs> is this your friend? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? I didn't you know Right, sorry for playing things over. Right, so the back the backstory is I do lots of jokes about motorcycle because I lack imagination and I've got a motorcycle <laughs> and uh, I think about it too much. It's a lovely motorcycle. I like it. Uh, and I, I, I'm in the habit of asking audiences <laughs> questions because I like them to join in and I like them to relax and I like them to think that I'm interested in them because I am um, and I always ask anyone got a motorcycle and pretty much never anyone has once a lady had a moped uh, <laughs> which we chatted to about, uh, to about uh, the grain barge for a bit um, but yeah I like it when people join in because it's always fun to do that that's, my, that's one of the things I like and also all my written stuff is weak as fuck. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I, 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 I lean on it like a crutch. Um, but yeah, it's good fun to practice. Um, but yeah, th- this is an example, I suppose, of what I would consider quite mild-mannered, self-deprecating crowd work, but apparently not. Uh, so let's see. Anyone here got a motorcycle? Yeah. Yes. Woo. Excellent. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What have you got? It's a Honda CBR. Is it? A CBR 125? 600. Yeah, sorry. That was the most detailed bit of misogyny we <laughs> ever bit I think maybe isn't the mean bit of crowd work uh, <laughs> what we've heard there I think the first bit of that is is a, a joke about me and then yeah fair enough I do make a comment about her husband having sex with her but I should hope that that does happen um, it's, just, it does. it's healthy isn't it it's healthy I know um, him as well it does there, is, there was however I suppose a I can guy... confirm they do <laughs> <laughs> lovely lovely people by the way uh, yeah, I had a nice chat with uh, after they're cool yeah um, but yeah there was a guy at the same gig who it transpired had just come back from his grandmother's funeral, grandfather's funeral. Um, Now, other people had picked up on this by... It was one of the first acts. It was Alex Kitson, actually. Bless him. Alex Kitson, lovely guy, Mm. super nice, really nice guy. And he he asked a real (laughs) nice question of anyone do anything interesting this week or something like that. I mean, just a nice opener. He was yeah, one of the first yeah. on. Just, you know, let's have a little chat with people. And this guy just went, uh, yeah, no, not really. I went to my grandfather's funeral. Um, so he sort of, he shot Alex right in the pot with that, really, <laughs> isn't he? Um, so was, yeah, and a couple other comedians made sort of very slight, maybe slightly oblique references to it in a nice sort of apologetic way as they went through. Um, as, as you should. 
yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, but as I was last do? on, so I, I'd, wait, I'd waited throughout this whole gig and I had studied this guy's behaviour quite carefully because uh, I, I, like, I watch the crowd a lot and I look at them all and I think of horrible things about them, mm-hmm. uh, which will help me should any of them great. shout Catch out. Uh, and that's what I do in normal life. That's what I'm doing now. Um, <laughs> I don't really do that. But yeah, <laughs> I do study them a little bit because, uh, you know, you're about to stand up in front of them. Um, so, you know, forewarned is forearmed. Uh, but yeah, so in the back of my head, I've got don't talk about this guy's dead grandfather. Mm. Just don't talk about it. Just don't, just leave it. Uh, and I immediately, as you've just heard then, have referenced it. Uh, but I've referenced it in a way of I can't talk about it, uh, which was what was going on in my head. So it's, it's popped out. Um, it may have resurfaced. It may have resurfaced later on in the gig. It did a bit. It did a bit. But again... In my defence, the guy was having a lovely time. It's his grandfather, you know. What I mean, it's, mm. it's not. It's not like it's his niece or something. Not me, yeah? yeah. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, he's in his thirties. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now blaming him. Um, he did say it was all right earlier in the gig as he well. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so I'm surprised you didn't go further. He's, with that. he's he's a comedian himself, uh, which I didn't know at the time, so I can't really use an excuse. But he had it. He had that air about him, and he was having a lovely time, so it's fine. Uh, now I can see if I can find a uh, a bit from where yeah I will preference I will reference this with the fact that um, uh, you will hear a slight silence which is where I exit the stage and give him a cuddle um, <laughs> because of what I've yeah. done um, yeah I mean is this acceptable for me to just be playing bits I don't know but we can always chop it out right so this. Oh my god! That was him that said, oh my god. Uh, I'm, I'm fine now talking to him again. Uh, I was going to do something really, really horrible then about the discrepancy in age uh, between what's recently happened to you and that joke, but I'm not going to, so we'll move on. Um, now, I, I guess it wasn't a motorcycle accident. The chances are slim. The chances are slim. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, happening <laughs> That's the second lol. This is one of the hardest <laughs> things I've ever done. I'm about six feet down now. Oh, no, come on! 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 Come Right. Uh, so it's a dangerous game. That's all I'm saying. It's a dangerous game. Uh, but we we made we made ourselves we got our way through it and everyone had a lovely time. And I I ended up talking to him like he, he wouldn't fucking shut up after it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean. Uh, so yeah, it was good. It was good. But yeah, I don't mind a bit of that. I, my original point was quite a lot of people, some of whom are comedians, very clearly don't like it when people do what I would consider traditional crowd work which involves taking the piss out of strangers. But I consider that a fundamental part of stand-up comedy, really. And without it, you are a bit fucked. Uh, Because at some point, someone's going to say something to you. The Uh, involvement, isn't it? It's getting them involved as well, making them feel like they're part of it as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that, in fact, does help. Uh, Do you guys do it? Have you done much crowd work? Well, that's not really... I mean, at the moment, I wouldn't feel too... I'm not a confrontational person in real yeah, life anyway, yeah. so I wouldn't feel too... And I'm, I wouldn't... Because I'm not like that generally, I wouldn't feel 
I don't think I could riff it as well as you do because you're really good at it, Greg. I think you're, yeah, you, no, you, you riff really well. But I, I think I'd, at the, right now, I'd think I'd probably struggle with it. But as you say, at some point, you are going to get a heckler and then it's good practice mm. that when that does come to not just be like, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. But at the moment, not mine's more almost like a mini story rather yeah, than yeah. Yes. rather yeah, yeah, than the participation yeah. of it at, at the moment. Anyway, no, 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 but that, yeah. that is something that I want to kind of push myself to do more because that would be a bit more out of my comfort zone. Mm. So, you know, to grow and evolve and stuff, then, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I, I, can, I get that. I, I think, I don't know, but <laughs> I have a, a constant fear, which may come from... Um, what I used to do as a job of training people, mm. so standing up, talking to people, trying to hold their attention kind of thing, yeah. is you need to remain in charge of a room the yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. if you stop being in charge of it, then you're fucked. And I think that yeah. probably is exponentially true in stand-up comedy. And I think possibly in the Bristol scene, a lot of comedians do comedy to other comedians mm-hmm. uh, yeah. who are willing to laugh at the same joke that that comedian's told for six months. Um and tell them how great it is every time they do it. Yeah. Um, that might sound a bit harsh, but in the real world, i.e. not comedy-focused Bristol Open Mic gigs, mm. it's different, I would say, having tried to explore the real world a tad. And like without that ability to... Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, without, without, I suppose, the willingness to whatever happens... I'm going to dominate this conversation, which is not a nice thing to do in normal life. Mm. And you can probably tell I do a bit on this, probably. Uh, <laughs> you're screaming into your headphones at the moment. Uh, without the ability to do that, you are a bit fucked. And like, having done harder gigs in sort of more working, men's clubby kind of environments, yeah, that's you are dead in the water if they smell weakness on you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like, yeah, so like, I think it's... It's something worth having. It might be an apocryphal. It's not. It's real, actually. Um, <laughs> there's a, the story I heard Bill Burr tell, tell once about another comedian who went to this town somewhere in America to do a gig, quite a big gig, and like two years previously, there'd been a, a huge plane crash, um, just like uh, on like landing into this town, basically. So like half the people on this plane were locals, uh, and they, he made a joke about it, and someone in the audience in a theatre stood up and went, "My wife was on that plane." And without missing a beat, the comedian went, oh, great, let's dig her up and fuck her. Now, <laughs> that... <laughs> that Straight in that. Yeah. Now, depending on who the comedian is, that that's either an yeah. enormous non-sequitur or part of their comedy character. Yeah, yeah. Was Most it Michael McIntyre? Would, it, was. <laughs> it was. It was Tim Vine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those one-liners. <laughs> he kept it in his act for years. He had a spade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, like... Let's be honest. Oh, ouch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I... Sounds terrible. I get it. I get why you would do that. Mm -hmm. Because the guy in the audience went at him at such a level that you've now got 55 minutes left of your set or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it will die on its ass from here on in because you've just... Like, you either go, I'm sorry, mate, and move on or ignore it or pretend or whatever and then the whole thing's gone or you try and take it back to you again like and he had to go to that level which i yeah. kind of understand now i don't know if he felt good about saying it i don't know if he thought uh that's fine uh, or he worried about what he'd done afterwards or what the reaction of the guy was but i do get where that sudden guttural instinct of i've got to chuck this guy under the bus mm. now 
because otherwise we're all going to have a very hard time. <laughs> and if that's, <laughs> if that's what you're doing, if your comedy is quite harsh, macabre comedy, yes. and someone says a line like that, you can't go, oh, sorry to hear that, because yeah, then yeah. you're out of character. Yes, you've it's, broken I, spell, I, yeah. I don't think it's harsh to say that, you know, off, mm. off stage or off screen, then you're a, a normal human being again, but yeah. on stage, that's your character, that's your... Yeah. persona that you're putting so as soon as you yeah you've got to keep that riff going I don't yeah. want to say that's harsh that's just that's, that's just comedy happened. yeah and another angle fuck that dude for standing yeah. up and saying that what are you doing everyone's just got babysitters to go out to a comedy yeah. show yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean yeah. I get it what happened to you is horrible but what are you trying to achieve <laughs> by yeah. doing that uh, so fuck him no <laughs> but yeah if, if you're coming to a comedy also, gig two years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah if you're coming to a comedy gig I do really think as soon as you sit down, then you're allowing yourself, if it happens, that someone may yeah. pick on you. Can, like, you can can't I, get all like, ah, about it. Can I just add to that? There was, a, there was an instance in, on the Green Lodge on last Tuesday. Uh, a friend of ours who we're hopefully going to get on here uh, was up on stage. It was uh, James O'Donoghue, and he's got a new piece, and it's a very personal piece. But he did put at the beginning out it a, a trigger warning for suicide, which I thought, having... Um, dealt with such things personally. Um, I think that was a very nice touch. Um, it it's wouldn't affect me, you know. A trigger warning, just that that subject is going to be approached on a rather serious level, and and he's going to find comedy out of it somehow. And he does. He's fantastic. Um, I can't talk highly enough of James. He's brilliant. Hopefully, we'll get him on his scene. Um, but what do you guys think about trigger warnings? What is it? Is it a trigger warning to the crowd? To yeah, say to the this crowd, just to say, look, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got some laughs for you, but just in case anyone, you know, uh, is, is affected by this, if anyone doesn't find contain. suicide funny, yeah. uh, <laughs> now's the time uh, to go to the loo. I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying everyone should do no, it, no, but yeah. I think that that is I a very it, prominent thing at the moment. I think and, it uh, depends on obviously the joke and yeah. stuff. I That's mean, it, suicide, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I think one of my jokes, I put a bit of a trigger warning in when I've done it. Yeah. Because I want to make people that I think know that I think it's shit. Right. Can I just clarify? <laughs> sorry, sorry. The story that, yeah, is yeah. Shit. The, what happens in the story but is shit, not the actual joke. Also yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. There's a, it's finding the okay. fun out of um, someone dying. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you don't want to go too far because yeah. again if your act is quite macabre you don't want to go too far that you're like just because then technically you could trigger warning anything mm. yeah, yeah. No, 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 I say about like yeah, if I joke about abortion I could technically I think... tri- you could people could be triggered by mm. loads of things I'm not yeah. saying that you know suicide is the same as you know other less yeah, what, there isn't a scale, but, but yeah, comedy. <laughs> but I also, I also think that if he hadn't have done the trigger warning at the beginning of his joke, people would have got it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because he was trying to make the point that it was the story was yeah. awful, and it was yeah. true, and, and it was yeah. true. So, or it is true. I, I um, sorry. I, I think it comes, you know. It, it's a joke mm. so if, if it is hard it is hard because some things are quite touchy and if people are personally affected by it then you don't want to intentionally hurt anyone's feelings or trigger anything no. however I do believe yeah if you're coming into a comedy scene you should be kind of semi-ready 
that anything could come up and obviously like Greg your comedy can be quite like I, I don't think if you put a trigger warning in front of it I think it would kind of take away a bit no I totally it, agree it, but I haven't seen maybe if I saw yeah, this the other yeah, day maybe I, 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 go, think okay. was, I think it also added to the fact that how much how hard it was for him to actually do that as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean that he, he starts it off by saying look I am going to give a trigger warning for suicide um, it's a serious matter I'm going to talk about it and hopefully we'll find the funny out. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, he's, he's only done it on a few other occasions, but it was, it was you know, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I respected him for doing that mm-hmm. in that instance. I'm not saying everything should have a trigger warning. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But I just, and the first thing I said to him afterwards was thank you, you know, because that, I know um, that I've been affected by it and there has been, it's a long time ago, but, uh, you know, there were times where I, I went and watched comedy and it referenced it and at the time it was still very raw mm-hmm. and it and it would have had an adverse effect. You know what you're going to I mean, t- I, I'll give you an example. Then going back, we went and saw Harry Hill, who you'd think, you know, yeah. absolutely fine. He, refer- <laughs> he referenced suicide mm-hmm. within one of his um, sets very briefly, but it, it still affected because it was very raw. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I've, I've, I haven't seen James's bit, so um, anything I'm about to say doesn't pertain to James himself or his bit. Uh, but it sounds to me a little bit like the trigger warning was actually an integral part to the bit for James to be able to say it uh, and to for him to be able to mm. relate to the audience in a certain way. I, I'm going to talk about a subject, and I imagine there was an introductory element of it where he explained mm. the backstory that wasn't filled with laughter mm. um, that yeah. led towards the laughter at the end and I think you probably uh, an open mic night that's mixed like the grain barge where it's p- people turn up to watch music half the time yeah um, that seems to make quite a lot of sense mm-hmm. uh, the general idea of doing trigger warnings before jokes to me uh, mm. I, I couldn't do it personally no. it, it wouldn't, no. and I wouldn't work uh, I, I get why other people might want to uh, in some sort of way I don't I again have not seen the bit I can't talk about it but uh, it's difficult mm. for, for all the reasons you've just said because anything that subject is obviously universally harrowing and is something that will have affected pretty much everyone at some level you know what I mean it's like cancer it's, it's one of the you know biggest I mean? killers in is it uh, yeah. men young men certain, yeah, yeah young men so yeah. like yeah. and if, if you look at a, a comedy or a musical open mic night demographic and, yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah absolutely it'll be in there but like I suppose some of it comes back to what do you think the purpose of comedy is in a way because yeah, yeah. like yeah for me the trigger warning the purpose of the trigger warning is is obviously to prepare people for the fact that they're going to hear things that might upset them but the trigger warning for me is you turned up to a comedy yeah night. That's, so you've that's given yourself yeah, yeah. the trigger warning because i've gone out to see some comedy the, in, the implication being um that people are going to say things with the intention of making you laugh and uh you know dealing with I mean, comedy naturally deals with horrible subjects because they're the ones that people need the most sort of relief from. You know what I mean? And there's a lot mm-hmm. of release and relief yeah. in comedy and that's yeah, where absolutely. a lot of laughter comes from. So if you think about what laughing is, it's a really odd thing to do. Sort of an involuntary kind of effect that something has on you just by jumbling a bunch of words up together absolutely. or looking in a funny way or whatever. And like that makes your body do something and react with your brain. <laughs> Daryl yeah. just Darryl waved at his face then. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I mean that being a great example, I suppose. Like if 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 you don't mind me using it as an example, Daryl, like mm. the amount of pain and suffering you've been through isn't funny, but what you do with it is very funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like 
once you get off on stage with the microphone and and you start to relieve relieve people's tensions around the obvious <laughs> suffering that you've been through mm. by wanking them off yeah, and yeah, or doing yeah. jokes <laughs> very uh, well like the <laughs> the laughs are, uh, are kind of they come they they come in as as you've described before you'll say a joke about your the visible things that people can see about you there'll be a slight pause and then a gradual petering up of laughter as people go ah oh, phew uh, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. there you go. And there's the laugh. So, yeah. I and that's, I think, most comedians, you know, that's a lot of their material that you use the shit things about your life yeah, and then you yeah, make it into I mean, a laugh and it's quite absolutely. cathartic. And, I, yeah, I always say, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. So why not? Why not yeah. laugh? And I think there was, um, it was quite big. In Canada, there was a case of, yeah, the, the lines in comedy, what can you say, what can you not say? Do you have to preface it with all... Oh, just beware that what I'm about to say may offend some people, that there was a case where this comedian was being heckled by this woman and she was, uh, her and her partner were there and she was gay and then he was making some jokes about it. Apparently it was not great taste, but it was, you know, within that comedy remit and then he got sued by them. Yeah. Um, and then it was that whole thing, well, you know, where's the line? You, It, it was a joke. Yes, it was in bad taste, but where's the line? Because yeah. is it offensive and you've hurt them but then they come in knowingly come in to this arena and apparently he was like quite a well-known yeah. comedian who'd pick on people and so yeah you don't yeah. it's it's hard to know the the lines but because mm. of such a freedom of speech and very expressive that yeah i, do, I don't mind uh i, I mean I'll, I'll be that guy um you shouldn't be prosecuting people for jokes and that's the mm. end yeah yeah uh that's that's it like yeah. I mean, I it's I've literally I've not heard one single comedian talk about it. Honestly, I actually yeah. I had a very slight conversation with Tony Quixote about it. Mm. But there's a guy in Scotland, a YouTuber in Scotland. I forget his name. He's got some ridiculous name. And for a laugh on YouTube, he taught his pug dog to see Kyle. Um, <laughs> and he he made the instruction for the pug dog to see Kyle the words "gas the Jews." Right. So not in the greatest taste yeah but there you go it was a joke mm. and he potentially now will go to jail uh which i i would yeah. suggest put aside what you think about that joke for a second uh and and think about the implications of that yeah. especially bearing in yeah. mind that the scottish judge who was dealing with it literally said the words context and intent do not matter well, so now, because you're talking yeah. about that subject, context and intent do not matter. The world is fucked. Well, that's now. it. There's no you. I I don't. I mean, yeah, that that that's madness. And likewise, the Canadian example, mm. slightly different, but under Canadian sort of human rights law, yeah, that yeah. person now is subject to huge amounts of fines. And if you now don't pay those fines, you go to jail. Um. So like, that's craziness, isn't it? Really, mm. that is that is craziness. Yeah. Because uh, you probably all have said something. Yeah, that, you know, someone you're, just you're probably going to have to change your catchphrase, Hannah. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, it does upset me a little bit because yeah, there's a lot of um, at open mic level, especially most people are a lot younger than me, but there's a huge amount of effort going in to mm. appearing to be right. And appearing to be unimpeachably non-controversial. Yeah. That there's a distinct lack of being funny going on quite a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like 
that's really sad. I think I think that's really sad. Or apologising. I've heard a lot of people apologising oh, for their jokes. I'm like, painful. there's 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 no one. I feel there's no need to apologise for it. And two, if you know that if you've thought about that joke and you've mm. made it something and it's a good joke, you've got nothing to apologise for. You you know, yeah. Some of the material that I do, someone could be offended, but I'm not gonna. I'm. I'd apologise that I wouldn't want them intentionally to be upset, but I'm not mm. going to say sorry for it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's an expressive, yeah. artistic thing. You yeah. know, I, that is my expression. If yeah. you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to listen yeah. to it again, but I'm not going to apologise oh, for... Jimmy Carr no, got in trouble you. a few years ago, didn't he? Do you remember that? Um, about his joke about... People try. Um, he um, he did a joke uh, which was about... Was it people returning the from... veterans. Yeah. And, and, and getting into the Paralympic yeah. team or something. Yeah. Pretty, like, I, I, from what I remember of the joke as well, like, and that's the thing, when people say get in trouble, it's small groups of people mm. or a newspaper or whatever yeah. find Absolutely. a uh, a reason to use it as, uh, I hesitate to use the word propaganda, but to push mm. an agenda. Mm-hmm. So the Jimmy Carr's joke was, say what you want about people getting their legs blown off in Iraq, but our Paralympics team is shit hot, basically. That was that was the... I, ironically, like, we yeah. actually did fucking brilliant in the Paralympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, following so, that. So he's technically true. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... The subject of it, obviously, is like, ooh. And like, mm. I think it was... Was it The Sun or The Daily Mail? I can't remember, but... It's like a... How dare you say that about the troops kind of thing. I, the troops, I think, being the group that probably found that the funniest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also... Yeah. Uh, the sun as well. I'm that's sorry. That's not a nasty joke about the troops. No. It's a it's a horrible subject dealt with in a comedic style. Yeah. The point of which was, aren't our troops amazing? Yeah, <laughs> it's a point well, of yeah. thing. You know, yeah. you know, these guys are going out there and they. And also the sun. Yeah. It's like we. Can, you're. It's okay to be racist and sexist or homophobic, but don't you dare touch our troops. Yeah. So it's it's the, yeah. There's always there's always a subject mm. that someone's going to get upset about. Uh, and it's an off, it's a cliche almost, but either everything's alright or nothing's alright. Yeah, right. no, it, yeah. Because uh, there's always going to be someone, that. you tell a joke about a ginger person, a ginger person's going to get upset, you tell a joke, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, people ring themselves out over this stuff yeah. so hard about like, oh, where does the power lie? What's the intent? Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. Was it funny? Was it a joke at the end? And that sounds really harsh, really, doesn't it? Uh, and it seems to not take account of, uh, of jokes that are told for nasty reasons. Uh, but people don't laugh at, at jokes like that. Like if you try yeah, telling it. them on stage, it will go horribly wrong very quickly. If your intent is to uh, basically go, oh yeah, I hate this uh, group of people for something they can't control, uh, and I want you to hate them too, uh, you're going to struggle. You're gonna struggle yeah, you're not going to be a successful. <laughs> people aren't going to no, have you no. on their bill, so yeah. you'll naturally just fade away. Fa- yeah, yeah, fade away yeah, anyway absolutely. because yeah, people aren't going to be digging it. Not to be too Orwellian about it as well, but. A lot, I think, a lot of comedians. It's, it's stylistic, of course, but a lot of it is giving you a slight glimpse, a hyperbolic version of your thought process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is, you know, what I mean. So you add jokes into something that you've already thought about. You exaggerate it. You take it to an extreme somewhere else, something like that. So if you can't say what you want, mm-hmm. uh, basically what you're saying is you can't think that. Yeah. And now you're in Orwellian thought crime territory, uh, and then uh, again you're fucked. Yeah, you? yeah. Really. But yeah. And um, as an, I mean, as an example, there's a, obviously a lot of comedy that we see, a lot of comedy that we do is all uh, sort of veering left wing, you, you know. Mm. And uh, but there's a couple of guys, isn't there, who uh, do right wing stuff. Um, what's the chap's name who's on the Finn? 
Uh, who was that guy you went to see? What, Finn Taylor. Finn Taylor. Yeah, like... Um, oh, I'm re- I am absolutely... A very limited number, though, isn't there? I know yes. what you mean. You yeah. could think of... If, if we, if we, if we thought it. about it, you could come up with maybe half a dozen names of yeah. people that would do identifiably... Even not necessarily right-wing material, but not 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 left-wing material. Yeah, yeah. So things that aren't obviously supporting a particular ideological stance mm-hmm. on something. I would expect slightly. I suppose um, it's difficult, really, because it's a very arguable point. But the dominant kind of uh, sort of social position on most issues for. The demographic of people that go out to see stand-up comedy, so mm. relatively young, relatively left-wing. Mm. That's that's probably what you would say. And often, I, I and 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 honestly, that's where most of the public go. I would say on most issues, re, you know, relatively progressive, relatively left-wing. And normally, or in the past anyway, comedians used to be in opposition to the dominant social uh, ideas of the time. Yeah. So like if you go back twenty years, you're gonna have mm. Alexi Sale or whoever doing very staunchly anti-conservative comedy, a uh, dominantly con- conservative social kind of saying. Um, and now with sort of the opposite going on, almost like uh, mm. you'd expect more of slightly right-leaning comedy sentiments to come out every now and then because that would be the opposing you know what i mean that'd be yeah, the punk yeah. aesthetic yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you know what i mean so, true, so like the, there's a, a it's slight yeah i don't know maybe it's just i'm slightly fed up with the self-congratulatory aren't i clever and right element to comedy that's probably mm-hmm. my problem with it because uh, clever and right don't necessarily equal funny mm-hmm. um clever and wrong wrong and not clever obviously don't as well <laughs> uh but like yeah people seem to have settled on the idea that actually yeah, what we should be doing with our comedy is we should be uh, we should be pushing the, a, a particular agenda um, to make the world a better place, mm-hmm. and that not not necessarily what you should be doing with with, with comedy. Yeah, you should be pushing. You should be <laughs> pushing the boundaries and yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. There should be room for everyone, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if there is. I I'm not sure if there is room. I don't know. I don't know. Discuss. <laughs> no I do know yeah yeah you know thinking about it most of the comedians that, that and especially in Bristol because Bristol is very oh yeah, yeah. very left wing very you know even when you do like audience bits I've noticed yeah you know everyone's yeah. working for a charity or at a whole food food shop which isn't bad but yeah it, it is very much very yeah. very left wing and very much one type of person um and yeah that I suppose yeah that there aren't many not staunchly conservative but really even conservative comedians yeah. which are actually and then but that's yeah actually that that is missing really yeah. i suppose you know if that's not your style you can't force it to be but at the same time it would be quite nice mm. to see yeah and i i i do i think i think it is a, it's an ideological issue to a large extent because I, I can only really use myself an example but i, I can get um, most of a room to join me on a dead kid paedophilia based mm. joke Right, and people will laugh at it. They'll do the the slightly coy oh, kind of laugh. All right, fair enough. Everyone comes with me on that. I can build them up to a stage where they're willing to laugh at that. Mm-hmm. All right, later on off in a set, and then I'll finish that set with a joke about feminism and mm. stone cold kind of intake of breath fear is is what I feel <laughs> uh, of like there's there's fifty yeah. percent kind of I already I'm not going to find this funny as soon as that set comes out. I can see that happen with people. And then later on, I can see, 
a little bit of I do find that funny yeah, from yeah. other people but I'm not allowed to laugh at it uh, if, you, if you will do these gigs at the Women's Institute it's but yeah I do it I've got I've got six minutes on knitting that is fucking bad jam making it's mixed in with your abortion jokes isn't it no I just go on there and pretend that I'm each of their grandsons and I'm I've come to visit them and they love it. Maybe um, it's because it's not the hot topics. I'm not saying that feminism is only a new thing. It's the hot topic, but maybe because certain, yeah, it's that, again, it's that whole thing. Well, this is okay to laugh at, but not this. Maybe because right now, because it is such a surge and some other female comedians I know are quite very feminist in their, in their jokes. And that's quite yeah. a big part of what they do. Mm. Um, that it that maybe the audience is very well aware of it because it's you know everywhere right now and then they see female comedians doing it so then they're so aware that oh god maybe yeah. I shouldn't laugh at this I, I don't know I mean I'm I'd find it funny I, and I, I'm a girl I, I, I always uh, like, there's a lot of ironic like anti-feminist and sort of things going on I, I remember Richard Herring thing saying that he's a feminist he believes that women have the right to think they're just as good as we are <laughs> <laughs> which is a great joke yeah yeah that's <laughs> it know? that's it indeed I don't, but Rich Herring will, will qualify all of that stuff with um, his commentary yeah. it will be different to his jokes though won't it oh absolutely so he'll, his, he will then his commentary will be very very much by the way here's my actual thoughts on this yeah subject matter, absolutely which is um, I'm not going to call it a cop out but uh, you know have faith in your joke or yeah don't. I think that's because um, I, I should be telling them. professional comedians what to do um, yeah. and then you'll ask them what chocolate bar they want to shove up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> so it's everything's alright indeed yeah Twix came to mind Daryl <laughs> Twix what just yeah. one or just just, just... The, yeah the two the, the two, two. The two. Okay. or maybe the, you, you know you can get can you get king size Twix the you four can. fingers you Twix can. duo there you don't get four fingers you just get two extra long ones <laughs> that's fine with every me every girl's dream that's fine with me wraps uh, wrapped because you know yeah. I practice safe sex Darren. come on <laughs> good answer mm. I, if you've just banged an unwrapped Twix duo it's going to be a fucking horror scene <laughs> no. I haven't just done that I'll now by the way Greg nothing. I just want to come um, I've woken up to worse <laughs> <laughs> not on God's day of rest come on I'm no animal on Lord's day are we going on to religion next fantastic <laughs> that's fine that's fine isn't it like what used to be the sacred the sacred cows are, we are no there? longer you, you, you'd get done for doing jokes about religion very very quickly in the, in the past you won't now it's a nice it's a nice comfortable lefty thing to do to take the piss out of religion oh, absolutely depending on which religion that's mm. what yeah 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 that's there's one I can think of uh, that you definitely can't um <laughs> Jainism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scientology. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can get you to end up dead. <laughs> or joining them, which is worse. <laughs> or just there's a, there is a, There's a comedian who does a bit about that. I think they they rip the shit out of Mormons and they say that's fine and then they move on and they're like, whoa, whoa, that, yeah, that's fine to do it to that. And again, it's like, yeah, it's, it's okay for this, but not for that. And yeah. yeah. Which is where you can tell it's ideological. Mm, if, yeah, there's, yeah. if there's an inconsistency in it, yeah, and there's a a, a, a reaction, a, a sort of an immutable reaction to a, a subject matter in and of itself. That's an ideological problem. So that's that's just yeah, that's people who've, who've got on a bus together and gone right. This mm. is where we're going, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll pull down the blinds, and, and we don't we won't look, and we'll all be fine. <laughs> we'll all be fine now. And that is a not a recipe for a, a, a healthy comedy kind of uh, no, environment yeah. usually. Um, mm. But yeah, although you can play with it. And I'm sure yes. if you're good enough, 
you can do jokes about anything. Yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, yeah. anyway. If you're good enough, you're fine. Um, the difficulty is, at an open mic level, yeah, yeah. you're not going to be good enough yet. Uh-huh. So, like, it's tricky. But yeah, sorry, Dan. That's all right. Um, have you guys ever seen the um, Life of Brian? Uh, not not just the film, but the fallout from it um, with the uh, with the interview and uh, discussion. Oh, it's brilliant! Yeah. Uh, no, between John Cleese, Michael Palin, yeah, all and um, there was Cleese and Palin lead it though. I think. Yeah, all... yeah, it's just the two of them there. I think. Yeah, um, and they have oh, yeah. a, um, they they have a discussion with um, and I cannot remember the guy's name. It's like the but he's currently the Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but that was what incredible. Right, what happened was these two wanted it banned, hadn't even seen the film <laughs> because they were saying they were <laughs> depicting Christ and and they were taking the mick out of it. They were they hadn't even seen the film. Um, and right. they had no argument. They basically, yeah. um, they had no argument because there was nothing to argue with. And yet they just sort of went on like um, kids that were bullying. They, they, they came across so badly. Yeah. And Michael yeah. Palin and John Cleese thought it all gone bad, but it, it went perfectly because mm. they just showed themselves up as what they are, which was just people that were just trying to shout for yeah. the sake of shouting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and it was, I, I, and I have to say that Life of Brian is my favourite film of all time. Yeah. I love yeah. that film. I can watch it a hundred times in a row and still not get bored of it it's fantastic if you want comedy writing that yeah. is absolutely spot on yeah. absolutely spot on yeah. I mean one of my favourite lines of all time in anything was <laughs> just when um, when they're at the window and they just say uh, uh, and um, Brian's out there saying you, you all need to be individual and then they all shout back we are individual and then one person just shouts out I'm not and that is the that, that to me yeah. is perfection yeah, I don't think yeah, you can yeah. beat that yeah, on yeah. a comedic scale I think that is just so good mm-hmm. such good writing at the time as well mm-hmm. very like genuinely controversial like oh, genuinely yeah yeah marches in the street it was banned sit-ins, ba- yeah, that's like, it yeah you can't even imagine it so now, like, I mean. also yeah the yeah. power of legislature getting behind the, the public sentiment at the time led by what would realistically be a relatively small amount of people and that is the equivalent, I would say, of what is going on now with just different subjects. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. absolutely. It was then it was Christianity, and now it's uh, anything that doesn't fit into a particularly yeah. narrow and loud ideological position. And like, it's much easier now to to get something shut down. So it happens a lot. Mm. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I think that's not a healthy place where you're going to nurture mm. new and interesting comedy necessarily, because not having a go at anyone, you can go and find yourself hardcore left-leaning comedy anywhere all the time mm. some of it is very good it's the end of that sentence <laughs> <laughs> um there's plenty of it there's enough of it probably mm. to go around uh we could you could list many 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 pages of famous not famous mm. and uh new comedians who have that obvious stance in their comedy um so that's cool and that's great and and go with it that's the that's you know that's what's going on at the moment but like you've got to leave space for other stuff going on and i think currently it is exponentially harder for someone Mm. who doesn't obviously agree with what everyone else is talking about uh to to get on it or not even agree with it It, just to not have a stance yes just to not care (laughs) or or not have it as an essential an obvious part of your comedy because like you were saying, the amount of apologies that go on, yeah, the amount of referencing of words, uh, concepts like privilege and stuff like that that go on, just as prefixes 
as prefixes mm-hmm. to jokes or sets in general, mm-hmm. um, to for to sort of gain permission to carry on and talk is is crazy. It's craziness. It seems to me anyway. Um, because again, as you yeah. said, like if you you should be confident in if you're confident with your joke, then you yeah. you, you wouldn't have feel no need to apologise for it. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, you shouldn't. But I get why people would. Because uh, I like, think there's certain like, instances where it would be acceptable. I mean, I, I use Daryl as an uh, as an example because there was one of his jokes which um, I think you'll agree doesn't fit in the same line as the rest of your jokes. Yeah. And so people aren't expecting it from you at that point. But I make so you, it. yeah, but I you, try, I try and make it about my mind rather than yeah, something else. So mm-hmm. you, you. you in order because you're changing direction quite suddenly with that you kind of warn them beforehand mm-hmm. hang on a sec this is something that ain't too nice but i found something funny with it mm-hmm. um but because yeah. that, that works better within your set yeah and i um, suppose if you're comfortable it, if, that, if that makes you more confident yeah. to do it then yeah. by all means I made do it. it i made it about my life growing up and how that had an effect on my sh- what is now my humor yes yeah and yeah, and that makes more of sense. The examples mm-hmm. of your sick humour. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. That's the one. The one joke that's not about you. I'd say it's not ostensibly yes. about you, is it? Yeah. It's not obviously about yeah. you because you can't have a go at someone for making a joke about themselves. Although people yes. will even try and do that at yeah, the moment. Yeah, they will. Um, and yeah, which is just nuts. Uh, but yeah, as soon as you stray away from talking about something that isn't obviously you. Mm. It's like the level of scrutiny that is put on you is, is enormous, I would say. Mm-hmm. And like, it's another oft-used example. But very few people would be like, yeah, let's burn that book. Yeah, let's let's chuck a, a, a cloth over that sculpture because we find it offensive. Most it's people would be, yeah. But like, as, as soon as it's a it's joke like or, or something like that, <laughs> suddenly it's now we get to decide what we're allowed to hear. Or we get to decide what other people are allowed to hear because mm-hmm. uh, it's comedy. And then... Uh, I think comedy has always suffered from being kind of the lowest form of art. Um, mm-hmm. Which is the reputation, yeah. I'm not yeah. That. But, like, yeah. 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 I, I that's, that's the only reason I'm involved in it. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm low. I'm low, I'm low uh, like, like the stomach of an earthworm. Um, but I... I there's that Very one. artistic, right? Yeah, yeah that was. Cheers. I like um, that. That's probably yeah. the best thing I've ever said. I'll put it in a poem, then I can say all the <laughs> fuck I want in a poem, because uh-huh. no fuck is going to listen. Um, <laughs> but the... Um, there is that old theory that like, the court jester is the only person who's mm. allowed to tell the truth yes. in front of the whole king's mm-hmm. court because they are beneath contempt. Yeah. So they're already the jester. They're already ridiculous. It's already accepted that what they're doing mm. is for the purpose of making you laugh, of creating that effect of making you laugh. Yeah, so true. Um, and so they get to do what they want without getting their fucking head cut off. Mm. Right, so that's why they they've got the weird hat on and they're prancing about like a crazy person is because now we've got a vessel for truth that we can all pretend, yeah, uh, or, or we can all in like enjoy, think about, uh, react to, and then go about our day. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, yeah, a comedian might say something that provokes thought. Yeah, mostly what they're trying to do is provoke provoke laughter, and like what they're not doing almost. Well, yeah, what they're rarely doing is making a statement. They're rarely trying to uh, start a rally. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or or yeah. or kind of gather followers so they can march on Parliament. Mm-hmm. They're going for a laugh, and that laugh might come from a direction that you don't like, 
that's fine, but shut the fuck up and let yeah. me do it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, your opinion on it, you'd be surprised how unimportant that is to most people. Mm. Uh, and when you <laughs> gather a bunch of you together and start going, oh, this person's the worst person ever, and let's make a sign, it might seem like that's an important opinion. Has someone yeah. made a sign for you, Greg? Not yet. I, well, I can't wait. Mm. I can't wait. I'll have one at your next gig. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this. Which could go well or not, really. Well, don't forget, in some countries, (laughs) there are comedians in jail for expressing a true opinion. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) And that should be the biggest issue imaginable to comedians, but it really isn't. It really, it really and I wasn't referring to Scotland. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, could be a realistic but it's not just to comedians; just to free speech in general. Yeah, yeah, no, isn't absolutely. It? Yeah, you can't. As soon as you yeah. start yeah. doctoring it, as soon as, yeah, it's, where's you the line? Don't, whatever you do, don't give other people the power to mm. uh, to basically tell you what your intent was. Uh, um, should we move on? I, we, I, I want to, desperately. We've <laughs> <laughs> been trying to for twenty yeah, yeah, minutes. I'm going to have to edit all it. of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, <laughs> other things, other things. Hannah Birch is here. And Hannah Birch Hello. is a very interesting person, for sure. Um, but <laughs> well, we'll find well, out. Because mm. what we're going to do in a moment, if it's all right with you, is play Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. The, the, the game that we play with all of the people that come, all of the sous chefs, uh, to come into the comedy kitchen. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, all of the guests, all of the guests, uh, people that come in, we, we try and... Uh, Figure out a little bit more about them by playing Two Truths and a Lie, the game that's based on uh, just saying three things about yourself and then undergoing some heavy scrutiny mm. uh, by the three Hercule Poirots of the southwest of England uh, that are us. Cut me. <laughs> we'll cut in a different intro to that. Um, you know what you're going for. You know what you're going for. Um, whilst you think about favorite favorite detective, Daryl, who's your favorite detective? Like <laughs> those. Fuck knows. Fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that <laughs> series. <Spectre> wow. <laughs> Have you seen Fuck Knows? Series <laughs> one, episode three. All the episodes are the same. Just a pile of decapitated bodies yeah. in there. Oh, shrugging. Shrugging. Diddly do 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 Just saying, I don't know. He doesn't even say fuck knows. He just goes, I don't know. You like a bit of Miss Marple? Old school stuff. Fair enough, Mr. Hirschbein, favourite detective? Um, uh, what's the one out of Pink Panther? Uh, Inspector Clouseau. Inspector yeah, Lance. yeah, yeah, yeah. That really just, just the cartoon one though. Fair enough. <laughs> he was, he was, he was good, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did he ever solve anything, that guy? I don't know, you know. What, what the hell was he doing chasing he got... a pink panther anyway? What was he trying to accomplish by that? <laughs> Maybe he was just like near retirement. Like, just let him do that. Just, just, just let him just, have his... Yeah. There wasn't even a case there, was there? He was just, <laughs> <laughs> he was just chasing <laughs> a pink panther. Surely he's just stalking. He's spent, he's spent yeah, the first 40 pan- years of his career on a wild goose chase and then they had to change the metaphor because he was starting <laughs> yeah, to clock yeah. on. Yeah. I suppose if he's an inspector, he could just be inspecting what the fuck a pink panther was doing out yeah. and about. You know, Can you bring a pink panther to court? Um, Can I testify? I want well, a t-shirt yeah. with that on. Yes, but it's, yeah. st- <laughs> it's testimony is only worth half that of a man. That's a very complicated joke. And yeah. call back, uh, about something that we managed not to mention earlier on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that one. What about you, Greg? Who's your favourite? Favourite detective? Um... I, uh, Rustin Cole from True Detective still the best thing that's ever been on telly I'll put it out there I don't even care well, never uh, seen it Matthew never McConaughey never oh, yeah it. I've still never seen it which part is really of the bad. reconnaissance uh, which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Right, so have you thought? Oh, yes. yes. Right. I've been thinking. Pulling, pulling it back there. Do you like that? <laughs> yes. I There's like a little it. bit of control, control. there. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. So. Well, dun, 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 dun. Do I, so do I reel them off? Reel, reel, reel them off. Uh, go on then. Yeah. Okay, okay. Number um, one. Go on. It's 33% bollocks, two truths and a lie. I accidentally... I was on the way to my friend's wedding and I accidentally went into the church nearby, which was a funeral, and I didn't realise for until they brought the coffin down. Um, I slept with a murderer. And I accidentally took out someone in a wheelchair. Took them out to the fair. No, was um, it was me. It was <laughs> Don't, don't. Sh- um, yeah, those are taken That's out. That's astonishing. Of right. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not even gonna. Yeah. No, we should peter up to the one that everyone really wants to find out. About. <laughs> um, all right. This funeral then. That was one I was going to ask about. I know, yeah. We've got to try to save the best to last. So you went into a church and you didn't realise until it was over that what you were witnessing was a funeral rather than the wedding. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't realise until they brought in the coffin. The coffin. Which was was soon soon after I'd I'd got there. It was a very morbid wedding. (laughs) I was wondering why. Didn't last long. Whereabouts were you? Uh, This is back home, Pondershire. Worcestershire. In in Worcestershire. Nice. Very nice. yeah, all right. I mean, <laughs> whose wedding were you supposed to go to? Um, it was a, a loose friend, so that's why... Wow. Yet <laughs> she still managed to snag a husband. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Oh, no. oh, no. She described as that. Not a close acquaintance, yeah, but not close enough to be invited to her wedding slash funeral. <laughs> did you find out whose funeral it was oh no no no, no. did you sneak back I, I didn't just knock it so, it was who's this that's died um, <laughs> yeah no because i because i was a bit late that's the whole reason why i was a bit of a fluster i was at the back so i managed to kind of realize and discreetly pay, pay my respects <laughs> have a couple of canopies yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so you were yeah. dressed up for this yeah 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 in like bright colors and stuff like white well, or, or, you know, or nice you know smart offense. looking wedding yeah stuff. not also, black no no like not, everyone no. else in the church yeah yeah which was which was the first the first, first trigger <laughs> yeah, yeah the first clue oh this is a goth uh, wedding so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine your realisation must have petered up it can't have taken the coffin to... <laughs> yeah 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 well, <laughs> You know that wedding it? march, you know. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. They were actually quite You know that one too. Yeah, really. very much so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all women are evil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, that is, we are. I mean, that's amazing. Well done. Mm. I, well, well, we might return to that, but I, I believe it. Yes, I do. So, <laughs> number two. You slept with a murderer. Mm-hmm. No Googling, people. So, uh, <laughs> it's not on the. Who was this? Yeah, can I just uh, say, Worcestershire's quite close to Gloucester, isn't it? In relative. It wasn't. It's it only was, about 15 it was, minutes. No, away. West. no, 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 okay. No. Just wanted to get that out of the way. He did finger me once, but we didn't go the full way. We didn't go the full way. Um, no, this is. Uh, I was travelling. I was travelling um, last year, um, and it was in Cambodia. Oh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurs to me, can't the history of Cambodia. 
<laughs> you got you got what I call Khmer Rouged. Um, <laughs> older gentleman, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. I mean, Christ. Well, if you don't mind, just tell yeah. us all of this story in as much detail as you're prepared to. Um, well, it was a weird day, so long story short, I had my phone stolen in an that's another story in itself, an elaborate fake um, betting game. I, this guy took me to his house that I'd met at the mall earlier. Um, his was friend bet. was there and he taught me how to count cards and he said, so we were doing that quite well. And then he said, oh, there's this man who sometimes comes with lots of money and now I've taught you how to count cards. We should totally, if he comes over, we should totally count cards and then rinse him for all of his money. So I was like, ha ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, this guy miraculously turns up. So we're playing and I'm getting confused. I'm like, wait, is this, is this real? And then all of a sudden we're playing, playing, playing. And then we get near to the end and then I'm set to win technically if we, you know, won against this guy, I don't know, $20,000. And then I'm, I'm getting a bit confused. I'm like, wait, is this real? Is this not? And then the guy takes me into the other room. He goes, okay, right. Um, you know, we're about to win, but he needs to know that you have the 20 grand that if you lose, you can give it to him. So he's like, we're going to have to now go to the bank, drain <laughs> your account. <laughs> Get it out, and I was like, Didn't "Well, you? I'm not, I'm not." Like, no, 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 you got to do it. So it's happening really quick, and then so I had to leave my phone behind whilst I'm on the back of this guy's bike to go get some money. Um, obviously, I'm realizing, okay, I've just been fucking swindled to hell. So I, I'm at the cash point, and I pretend that it doesn't work. So the guy goes, "Oh, I'll just go around the corner to my friend who can get money," and he just pisses off. So that happened. I'm working at a workaway, which is kind of volunteer. So I went back home to this workaway, which was a cinema, and they were previewing this documentary called Cambodian Sun of this guy who, he was born in California, I think, and then he got into the wrong crowd, into gangs and stuff, and then he killed someone when he was part of this gang, quite young, got incarcerated for, I think it was 14 and a half years in America, but because he's technically Cambodian, even though he's never stepped foot there, the law is that when you get released, you get deported back to your country of origin. So it was his story of how all of his family and friends are back in America. And so he was, I didn't watch a documentary <laughs> because, which they were previewing, but I hung out with them afterwards because I was like, yeah, screw it. I've had a bad day. Let's, let's party. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> potato, potato. Um, and it wasn't until the next day when I'd watched the documentary, I was like, oh, oh, okay. But he was a lovely, honestly, a lovely guy. <laughs> lovely man, like, really lovely man. Um, yeah. Can I just say there was a lot of detail there? There's no way that wasn't true. <laughs> no, that was totally <laughs> true. <laughs> I've been Absolutely. thinking about it. If, if, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a claim to fame. Um, can we? It, it was. Do you remember his name? Kosal. Kiev or something. So he was part of an Kassel. American gang. Did a bit of murder, and then um... the the only way this may not be true is if she didn't actually sleep with him. <laughs> yeah, or, or he got off on manslaughter. Mm. <laughs> well, that is uh, a, a, wow. I mean, yeah. let's just do number three. Number three. <laughs> what was number that's three? The best one. Can you ever. remember what the third number one was? Because was... that's clearly the one that's made up. <laughs> <laughs> number three was taking out someone in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. What happened there? Um. So I was at a rave. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, rave. I was at a rave. I was at a rave. So you were at a rave. I'm not, I'm not like a serial. I don't just see someone in a wheelchair and I'm like, girl, that it. Um, I was at a rave. Um, 
and we were all like dancing or whatever. And then this guy beside me who was in a wheelchair was like, hey, get on my lap, sit on my lap. So I did. <laughs> and then he starts. Wow. <laughs> That's what then, the murderer said. <laughs> and then he started to do, so I didn't technically really take him out. It was, he started to do kind of like a wheelie sort of motion. <laughs> and For the ladies. For the, for the, <laughs> for the ladder. And, you know, two pe- naturally we, we would tip. And we and we did, and then, yeah, people turned around and thought that I had purposely. So technically, I didn't actually take him out. Yeah, was he right? Yeah, oh no, he was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, not miraculous because he wasn't before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better he could walk. It was a miracle. Yeah. miracle. <laughs> so I've been doing it over. That's my weird miracle work. That I do. <laughs> Trust me, this is for the best. Jesus Christ! So I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say you actually went over to someone and just took him out of the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. It's I was going to say, I should have done that. I, don't, I should have done, done that. that. Yeah. Bloody well should have done that. And I, I will next time. <laughs> next time I will, for sure. Well, there we are. I mean, all very believable things. All very believable I must things. say they were very good. Yeah. I mean, I, can, I, can, I think potentially number three is a friend of yours that did it or something, or something you witnessed. Yeah. I, I, it, it, you, it's, it's a small detail on three essentially true things, I have a feeling. I don't know. Um... Yeah, is that safe to say, or is it? Uh, is there one of them that's totally, completely yeah. made up? Yeah, one is totally, completely. Wow. So all detail. Oh, yeah. Well, well, okay. 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 A very good liar. Let's, let's do another that's, round. That's it. <laughs> okay. I. Hmm, there's there are less details with number three. I think that was a very hmm. quick one. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean. I, I don't know. What do you reckon, Mike? One and one and two. Uh, Two Both definitely. Two, 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 two is definitely, definitely, two definitely, definitely true. Fun, two funny things true. that happened to me that will be interesting. <laughs> and number three has probably some genuine shame attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it makes it more or less likely that a comedian would make up the thing that is mm. genuine shame attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two. I just want to be true for some reason. Number two, I don't know why. I, if number two, <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. If number true, if number two isn't true, then you are. Absolutely fantastic. Thank and, it, and if not, I'm the worst of the worst. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can't win at that. <laughs> yeah, well, like, mm. like, so the morning after, mm. you, did you know he was a murderer prior to the uh, the act? The no, 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 the God, no. That wasn't time. what I was like. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Danger. How many? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do How many years you. were you in custody? Oh, God. Um, no, no, no. But he you kind of... after the fact. But it was weird because he was kind of... I think he was more surprised that I was told... He probably thought that I knew. Yeah. Um, and he was he like... He a lot of uh, murder pussy. <laughs> murder pussy. Um, no, but he was... He, he, me being sometimes I can like things go right in my head and he was just like oh and he was kind of saying things not obviously alluding to the fact but I was like no you know I don't I obviously didn't assume you never assume um so I was like no whatever you know I've only just met you now I don't you know I'm not gonna this is before I was like I'm not gonna judge your past you know we've all done bad things Uh, (laughs) um yeah but I, I mean I never I never saw I never saw him again how did he do it I, d- I, d- <laughs> I, d- I, d- <laughs> I was about to go into graphic and thank you for stereo. Um, not stabbing? Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, what, which were we talking about? No, um, I, d- I don't know. I, I believe it was, I believe, I think he was like a young part of the gang yeah. and they made him, I think it was, I don't, I don't think it was a purposeful, 
I, I don't know, but I think it was gun, I think. Oh. I think, I don't know. Accidental the gun accident. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, oh, fair play. Um, so having found out, I suppose, now you've got to extricate yourself from the murderer person. Or maybe, you know, maybe not. It's up to mm. you. Um, but from what it sounds like, you, you, I don't know, were you interested in seeing him again? Um, Did it affect no. the chances of a <laughs> well, second date? No, well... Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I was, I was. That was that. Anyway, I didn't. It didn't make me yearn to go back. No, but it, uh, did it give you a slight but I was thought about maybe I don't want to upset this guy. <laughs> um, no, it made me think more about how, which is quite heavy, I suppose. But mm. the things we do, like, I'm not saying that it that he seemed like a really decent guy, and I think he was brought up in the wrong. Do you know what I mean? That you can be brought up yeah, in the wrong situation. That. Something can happen. You're not a malicious, dark, evil person, but that you're obviously tarred. About all those dead prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many though? Because there's you. three. I mean, three's okay. Uh, four's too much. Let's Greg. Call it a too much. Dozen. Yeah. Three times. I've done it again. Someone was saying something no. seriously involved emotions, right. and I've interrupted. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can't emotion. Yeah. I think we're about to be clever then. and insightful. Anna. Oh so, no, 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 no. So no, what do we I think would never then? do such a thing. Um, two is true. Definitely. Three, I think, for some reason, I think maybe three is, is less likely to be... The I think, yeah, it's between one and three. I think one could have been made up, but there was a bit of... De- yeah. Could have been, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I would go with three. Um, yeah, what do you As the line. I think the line. Three might be the fifth. Yeah. Um, Possibly one may have happened to someone else, or you didn't quite go in the wrong church. Probably realised beforehand some of that, but yeah, let's go with three. Let's. Why not? Go on. Which yeah. ones were true first of all? Um, number two. Number two nice. was definitely true. Um, number one was the line. Oh, um, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I applaud nice. you. That's yeah. very Thank good. You. Yeah, Thank you. I think you. only the second person yeah, to have actually won that. Oh. Indeed. I was the. I'll first. take that. No, <laughs> I'll watches. take it. Hmm? And yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if well, we can take, take something from this so, so, podcast, yeah. guys. Yeah. So, where was this rave? When, where, where was the rave? Oh, um, this is in Manchester. Oh, of course it was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Pond in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm. nice. Factory Fifty One. Oh, well done. That yeah, was nice yeah. Fine lying. Well done. Thank well done. You. Thank you. Uh, and some, I mean, the, I think very clearly the most interesting two truths and a lie ever. <laughs> well done. Yeah. A round of applause. Yeah. Thanks, very well Thanks, 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 yeah, we yeah we've yet to patronise you fully, uh, so why not clap yeah. you? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well Thank done. You. That was very good for a girl. They're, they're, they're patting me on the head now. So thank you, uh, Daryl Hembrough, Dan Hirschbein, and uh, and Hannah Birch, and thank me. You're welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you, Greg, for hosting this wonderful Greg. comedy kitchen podcast. Oh, uh, I mean, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Uh, the, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll 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 speak to you again soon. Absolutely. Bye. 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 See ya. I like the juice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we are. That was episode four of the Comedy Kitchen podcast. Episode five coming up next week. Uh, If you want to get in touch before then, by all means do. Why not send us an email? Comedykitchenpodcast at gmail.com. 
or go to our Facebook page and see what's going on there. We're Comedy Kitchen Podcast on Facebook. Uh, or if you really want to, you can tweet us at comkitchenpod. Hmm. Cheers then. <laughs> The Comedy Kitchen Podcast. It's about comedy, not cooking.